Hello and welcome to our special edition podcast for this week's Champions League. As ever, I'm joined by Greg Browning. How are you doing, Greg? Yeah, good, thank you. Good. So, Champions League this week, I guess you're feeling champion after some more profitable results over the weekend? I am indeed, yeah. It was a fantastic weekend. I think we landed four of our five tips from last week's podcast. So, yeah, really pleased with that. I'm looking forward to next week's. Yeah, so now we're stepping out of our comfort zone a wee bit. No Scottish football this week. It's all about the Champions League. And we're just going to take a wee look at some of the games that are coming up and see if we've got any value bets over Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, first round of matches, eight games on Tuesday, eight games on Wednesday. I think we've picked out a couple of really strong-looking candidates for uh, tips this week. So let's get through it, yeah. Yeah, so I guess the first place to start is to have a wee look at the groups overall. And as is often the case, sometimes these groups look foregone conclusions before they even start. I think it's a very good point. Having looked through the groups, I would probably say at least five or six of the groups are pretty much decided. Real Madrid and PSG should qualify from their group. You've got a fancy Spurs and Bayern Munich, Juventus, Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, Napoli, uh, Barca, Borussia Dortmund. I think Inter may have something to say about that in Group F. There's probably only two groups I would say there's probably question marks about, and that's Group G and Group H. So you'd fancy out of Ajax, Chelsea, Leo, and Valencia, it's a case of who's going to join Ajax. As we know, Chelsea are playing with a young team transfer embargo. And I'm not too sure about what Lille and Valencia have to offer. And probably the group of death, in terms of not really having a clue who's going to qualify, is Group G. You've got Benfica, Lyon, Leipzig and Zenit, which is a really, really tough group to call. I like your honesty there, not having a clue. So let not the... a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how much of a clue between us that we've actually got. Yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. I think there's a couple of groups in there that, you know, it's almost a formality, but certainly the one that Looks pretty exciting as Barcelona, Dortmund and Inter Milan and you'd expect that Slavia Prague are going to be the whipping boys in that group. Yeah, they look probably the weakest team on paper anyway out of the 32 teams involved and obviously I'll, I'll speak about Inter Milan uh, shortly who'll be my main tip uh, for this week's games. So just before we go into Inter Milan at the moment having looked through Tuesday's games and Wednesday's games I don't think the bookies know much either in terms of who's going to win, who's not going to win. I think only four of the teams involved are short, short odds. So below kind of one to three, one to four. Probably talking eight or nine games where the matches are finally balanced and it's really difficult to, to pick a winner. So probably just be mindful of that when betting this week that it is the first round of games and a lot of those games are kind of evenly matched. Yeah, it looks like in a lot of cases there's kind of pot one, pot two teams playing against each other. Um, like the Dortmund v Barcelona, Napoli v Liverpool... Atletico Juve, PSG, Real Madrid. So they, they look as if they're games that could go either way, to be honest. But there's still another couple that there could be value in. Um, and you mentioned Inter Milan. They, they look pretty solid favourites in the early game on Tuesday. Yeah, so looking for value, I've identified Inter Milan. So they're at home to Slavia Prague on Tuesday in the tea time kickoff. So same setup as last year. There'll be six games kicking off at 8 o'clock and two games kicking off at 5.55. So they're at home, and I haven't looked into Milan so far. They've got Antonio Conte in charge. He took over in May this year. Uh, they've started the season fantastically well. They've played three games and have won all three matches. In terms of personnel, well, they've signed 11 players so far, and they've probably spent best part of 120 million euros. So fairly, a fairly decent amount of money being spent in Milan. 
They brought in Lukaku, they brought in Sanchez. Lukaku's already scored two goals this season. Um, looking back at last season, I think Inter can probably be a, a feel a bit aggrieved they didn't qualify to the next round. Yeah. They were knocked out by, well, essentially on goal difference, by Tottenham. So both Spurs and Inter Milan finished on eight points, but I think Spurs scored an extra two goals, I think, which is really unfortunate because they beat Spurs at home 2-1. They got a draw against Barcelona, and they only lost narrowly against Spurs and Barcelona away from home. So they, they, they probably thought they could have went through and should have went through last year. So I'm pretty sure they'll be looking to avenge that. And this is their first back-to-back UEFA Champions League campaign since 2012. So no better way to start that than against a, a seeded four team in Slavia Prague who are well at their depth here. Um, it's the first time they've qualified for the Champions League since 2007. I won't speak about too much about how Slavia Prague got here, but they did beat Cluj, um, who were Celtic's conquerors in the qualifying round, 1-0 home and away. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's hardly inspiring stuff. Um, they'll look to keep things tight, but I think in Inter Milan, they've got the players to, to do a lot of damage there. And looking at the markets, initially I did look at Inter Milan to win the match, and my obviously my personal favourite, over 1.5 goals in the game. It's 4-6, it's, it's not a bad price. But saying that, I do like the look of Inter Milan minus one. That's currently eleven to ten with Betfair. I'm always wary of early kickoffs. I, I don't know how many times an early kickoff has killed my coupon before it's even started. <laughs> um, but I do like the sound of that. I think if you're putting an ACA together on Tuesday night, then I think Inter Milan simply have to be on it. And I think having them to win and over one and a half goals, which obviously is a bet you like, sounds pretty good in terms of trying to squeeze some value out of that game. Yeah, I think they'll run Borussia Dortmund really close this season. I think it's obviously going to be between those two who joins Barca in the in the next round. Okay, that would make for a good start to um, the fixtures over over the midweek. So the next game that we want to take a look at is Salzburg v Genk. Now it's probably not one that jumps out immediately off the card, but Salzburg have been absolutely flying in Austria at the beginning of the season. They've won seven out of seven. They've scored thirty four in their opening seven fixtures. They've scored at least four goals in seven of their eight competitive matches this season. And more notably, they're undefeated in 18 European home games, um, of which they've won 14, including eight of the last nine. So it's quite a formidable record. Yeah, they're definitely head and shoulders above everyone else in that Austrian league. They've done fantastically well last season. And they're probably playing a team in Genk who are probably the same calibre in terms of the teams they played last season in the Europa League. Yeah, I think... Domestically, they're obviously cleaning up in uh, Austria. I think they've won their league title for the sixth time in a row. But they're also making some progress in Europe, particularly in the Europa League. They actually, they've actually lost out in qualifying 13 times to the Champions League uh, since 1994. So this is a big, big opportunity for them to establish themselves as a team at this level. They were Europa League semi-finalists in 2018. And they only lost out to Napoli last season in the Europa League. So they're certainly a team that's on the cusp of being a, a Champions League team. Um, and I think they should be pretty strong compared to Genk on Thursday night. They're a short price at 8-15, to 15, but again, there might be value in looking at them on the goals market. Salzburg are 1-2 to score two or more, but 13-8 to eight to score three or more, which I think looks a pretty, pretty big price. Yeah, they'll fancy their chances anyway. I think Genk anyway are struggling mid-table in the Belgium League. Yeah, they're eighth in the table. 
seven games in so far, won three, lost three and drawn one. So it doesn't really give you much confidence that they can go to Austria and, and do much against Salzburg. And they can definitely take a lot of kind of support from their, their domestic form. They're absolutely hammering the goals, and I think as you've called it already. A bit like in Milan, a great way to start the campaign. A home match against a side who's well, the four-seeded team in that division, in, in that group. Yeah, so for me, I think the bet is either over two and a half goals, which is 13-8, which is a good price, or Salzburg and over one and a half match goals, which is four to five. If you're anywhere colours to them, ask which one would you go for there? Oh, you know which one I'll go for there? You know, you know which one? <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely go for the Salzburg win and over 1.5 goals. It's a market I really like. Don't get me wrong, Salzburg are no world beaters. Three goals in the UEFA Champions League at home in the first night might be a bit too much, but I would definitely expect them to win. And if they do win, I'd expect them to score at least twice. OK, sold. Next up, we're going to take a quick look at Dortmund and Barca. Now, I think the thing that jumps out to me is Barca's pretty average away record in the Champions League. Um, they've won eight of the last 21 away from home. And once they've gotten to the knockout stages, they've had some horrendous results recently, losing 4-0 at Liverpool, 4-0 at PSG, 3-0 at Roma, 3-0 at Juve. And it certainly kind of gives you some hope that Dortmund might actually do something at a decent price. They're 21-10 to to get a result against Barca. It's something that's always kind of jumped out, the um, Barcelona away record in qualifying. It's almost as if they know they'll take teams back to the new Camp and destroy them. So, uh, Borussia Dortmund have obviously started the Bundesliga really, really well. They're banging the goals in. They finished top of their group last season. So, they'll definitely give Barca a really good game. And I know a lot of people will back Barcelona based on the fact that it's Barcelona. Yeah. But I, I would probably shy away from that, I think, as, you, as you've called out. Probably a bit of value back in the home side. Yeah, even maybe on the Toronto bet market there might be value there. But also, I like the look of goals in it. Um, over two and a half, as you'd expect, is very, very short. It's eight to 15. But over three and a half looks a bit more attractive at 13 to 10. Especially when you bear in mind, in the Bundesliga, Dortmund have scored 13 so far and conceded five. In La Liga, Barca have scored 12 and conceded seven. So... Both teams very capable of scoring goals, but seemingly very capable of conceding goals as well. So over three and a half in that one might be the way to go. Again, it's maybe one for the ACA rather than you know a standout bet on its own. But certainly, I think the advice is to not be back in Barca blind simply because they are Barca. And just on the goals front as well, you've also got the option of the Asian goal line. Yeah. So we kind of feel that four or over 3.5 is a bit too much. You can back over three goals on the Asian goal line. So that means money back if there's three and you win if there's four goals, obviously. And that pays, I think, four to five. Yeah, that's a that's a safer way to play it. The other one we wanted to have a quick chat about was Napoli v Liverpool. Again, people might get sucked in by the fact that Liverpool are champions of Europe, but I think when you dig a wee bit deeper, um, the record away from home actually isn't or hasn't been that great, despite the fact that you know, they've reached two Champions League finals and obviously gone on to win it. Um, and they're going to face a tough task in Naples on Tuesday night. Yeah, really tough task. So Carlo Ancelotti's in charge there. I think Napoli's home form, though, in Europe's fantastic. Almost exceptional. I think they've only lost three of their last 19 in the Champions League. And they've only failed to score in one of their last 19 games in Europe. I think it's going to be a massive task for Liverpool to go there and win. They lost their 1-0 last season, I think. Defensively, Liverpool haven't been great, even this season so far. 
they've only kept one clean sheet in their first six matches. So for me, I would probably advise and urge people not to bet on Liverpool in this match. Um, it's probably maybe best left alone. But what I would say, I would strongly fancy Liverpool to score at least once. Okay, so if you can factor that into a bet, um, I quite like the look of Napoli draw no bet at 65, which means obviously you're getting your money back if it ends up all square. And I think at this stage of competition, a draw wouldn't be the worst result for both sides, considering they've got Genk and Salzburg uh, in the group alongside them. Both sides will look to pick up points against the, the smaller clubs in the group. So certainly a draw wouldn't be the end of the world for either, either side. What I would say is um, Napoli's record at home against English teams is fantastic. They've won four of the last five, including last season's one they'll win against Liverpool. So um, if I had to pick any side to win that match, I would probably pick Napoli. But I think you're very much calling out the fact that the draw no bet is probably the safest option. Yeah. OK, hopefully that's given listeners something to think about. I think we've covered mostly the games on Tuesday there. One of the bets that you always like is the total number of goals on any given evening. Is that something you'd be looking at this week? Probably not this week. So Skybet will offer that on Tuesday and Wednesday across the eight games across both nights. But having looked at the fixtures, though, it's difficult to see and identify at least two or three of those games where you can be confident that, yes, there's definitely going to be at least three or four goals scored. So that's probably when you've got Barcelona at home Liverpool at home, and you know there's a good chance they'll score four or five goals. Yeah. Keep an eye on it. I think at the moment, obviously, Skybet will probably offer even money around 23, 24 goals. But looking at those games, it's probably best left alone this week. Yeah, I tend to agree that looking at the fixtures, there's a lot of potentially close games. So it may well be that we don't get the cricket scores that we're used to in some of the Champions League fixtures of late. So probably the advice is just a watching brief on this one. Um, this week and save your money for the weeks to come for that kind of bet. Okay, so I think that's probably enough for this week. Um, can you give us just a wee summary then on our main bets for the night? Yeah, sure. So Inter Milan minus one at home to Slavia Prague and that pays 11 to 10. We've also spoken about Inter Milan to win and over 1.5 match goals at 4 to 6. And our other main bet is Salzburg and over one and a half goals in the match at 4-5. Although we've spoken about Dortmund and Barca and Napoli via Liverpool, we're not putting them up as main bets. It's just really some advice of people looking for additional options for their ACA. So that wraps up our Champions League podcast for the week. We'll be back on Thursday with our regular tips for the weekend. As ever, if you like what we do, then drop us an email, let us know, tell your friends, and we'd really appreciate if you could subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Even better if you could leave a review and a rating on there for us. That would really help us climb up the rankings. Um, Enjoy the week of football. Uh, It's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from Greg. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers.